Hey there, it's me, Lola, and you are listening to the Smoking Profit Profit Podcast. Thank you so much for being with me. I got a little bit tongue-tied, but it's okay. It happens. I'm human, and sometimes I like to leave my mistakes in here so that you'll see that I'm human, and I'm okay with being human and not being perfect. I'm okay with that. I do that so that you're encouraged and you're inspired by my mistakes to be human too. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. You are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast with your hosts Dante and Lola, who are here and ready to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially so that you can live life and live life better, so that you can do life and do life better with inspiration that is actionable, kick back, and listen, because your life is about to be Today, I have a major treat for you. Change is here. Yay. And growth is on the way. That's exciting, right? It's exciting for me too. But after all the dust settles from the change and excitement, we will all need a few things in place to help us make room for growth. Today, I've got those few things for you. So kick back and relax as I help you figure out what you can do to prepare your plans for growth. Whatever your dreams are, and no matter how many ideas you have, after you listen to this, you will be able to use what I'm about to tell you to work your dream right where you are now and turn it into something that will grow, grow, grow. Our oldest child has these shoes he wants to keep. The problem is they are old, like really old. They have holes in them and everything, but he wants to keep them. One of his arguments for keeping them was his sentimental bond. I can see why. The shoes have been real troopers, holding him down when he plays on the basketball court, when he cuts the grass, and plays with his siblings. He was not going to let these shoes go easy. But after an exhausting debate, and I do mean exhausting, he finally agreed that we could get rid of the shoes because he accepted this. They don't fit anymore, period. Maybe you know this feeling. You know what it's like to keep something that doesn't fit anymore because you have an emotional connection to it. The emotional connection makes you feel comfort, ease, and peace, but it doesn't make it good for you and it doesn't make it work. Now, if you felt a little ouch as I was telling that story, rest easy. I'm here to help you not hurt you. And I only told you that story to help you see that when you hang onto things past their time, you stop yourself from getting to What's next? And whatever's what's next for you is worth finding out. Something else I want to add is this. For people that feel like they're already ready for growth and even people that feel like what they're doing is working and will continue to work, first I just want to say shout out to you and your confidence. Seriously, confidence helps you believe in yourself enough to go after the life you want and you've got it. So that deserves celebration. Also, shout out to you for working to make your plans happen. You've moved from talking to doing. Go you. Still, stick around for today's conversation because it will surely help you too. Before I go any further, here's something you should know about me. I'm super big on organization and growth. I especially love organizing info on creative projects, so I feel very passionate about what we're talking about, which is why I'm sharing this info with you. 
I want to help you make room for growth and manage your growth in a way that doesn't overwhelm you, take the fun out of your life, take the fun out of your passions, or take over your life. Contrary to popular belief, you can make your plans happen and still have a meaningful life. You don't have to compromise your peace. You don't. You don't have to compromise love, time with your friends or your family. Okay, enough with the extended intro. Let's get right into it. Here are four things that you should do now to make room for growth. One way to prepare for growth is to cut back. It's true. And maybe you don't want to. Perhaps you feel like cutting back is a type of failure or that you're accepting defeat or that it says you're weak or you can't handle your daily responsibilities. But it doesn't. It prepares you for growth because cutting back and creating new boundaries allows you to be more present for things that matter. It will help you be more present for your priorities. It will help you be more present in your plans. It will help you put energy into things that are meaningful to your growth. Let me tell you about my experience with cutting back. Earlier this year, the Smoking Profit podcast took some unplanned time off. It was about a two-month break, and it was well worth it. I want to add a little backdrop to this story, starting with this. The Smoking Profit is self-operated and self-funded, Dante and I produce everything you see and hear. We usually can manage it all ourselves, but this year has been anything but easy. And in all of its twists and turns, we had to cut back. Here's why. Our lives changed in one week. I'm sure this probably happened for you too, on some level. Our children went from doing school with teachers to doing school at home with us all while Dante and I were trying to get used to working from home together too. It was rough. For a while, we kept working as if nothing happened until one night. Well, let me just tell you about that night. I remember it so vividly. Dante was sitting up. His eyes were red. He was beyond tired. He was trying his best to power through and edit this podcast. I got why he was tired. We've both been pulling late nights trying to keep up with our schedules. I was tired too. So looking at him, I just couldn't let him suffer anymore. I told him stop. I said, stop, you don't have to do it. Now he looked at me like, are you serious? Because he knows I'm big on being responsible and following through on my commitments. Still, commitment or not, what we were doing wasn't working. And it wasn't sustainable. Burnout was coming, trust me. Think about what we were doing. In a week, we went from having blocked off time to handle our daily duties to having no time alone with the same amount of work plus more. Sometimes we don't want to pause and cut back, but we aren't superhumans and we can't keep adding more and more to our lives without pausing to adjust what we are carrying and how we are carrying it. Again, Dante and I paused a lot so much to give ourselves time to adjust to our new place. We established new boundaries to make room for growth in the new areas that we were in. We cut back so that we could become better and you will too. Another must do that will help you make room for growth is unlearning. Learning is essential to growth, but something else that we don't always think about that is equally as important, if not more, 
is unlearning. Yes, unlearning is crucial for your growth because it gives you permission to remove old ideas and even things that are new but not relevant to you. It says it's okay to relearn and rethink what you may have thought yesterday. It says it's okay to change your mind and grow. Unlearning is a skill that you can use in every area of your life, at work, in your business, in parenting, in dating, in marriage. Know that it's okay to unlearn to learn. When you embrace this, it will help you make room for growth, okay? Now, everything I'm telling you will help you work your plans in a way that doesn't overwhelm you or take over your life. That's really important for me. I love my peace. I love my personal time. I love my family time. I love being very, very present for the things that matter for me. But I also am super assertive when it comes to my goals and my plans. Everything I'm telling you will help you work your plans in a way that doesn't overwhelm you or take over your life. But I think these last two must-do things to make room for growth are most important. Starting with this, you must adopt the mentality of diligence over desperation. Work your plans with the mindset of plenty, not lack, with the mindset of abundance and not just enough. Let me explain this. Some people will tell you, hey, there's a glass in front of you and it has a substance in it. The substance doesn't come to the top of the glass, but it doesn't go to the bottom either. What is the glass? Is it half empty or half full? I'm telling you to look at the glass and say the glass is not half empty. Look at the glass and say the glass is not half full. But look at the glass and say that I have a cup that overflows with what I need. So no matter what's in the glass right now, I will always have what I need. That's how I want you to work. Because sometimes when you don't have a lot of flexibility, when you don't have a lot of wiggle room, or when you have limited resources, when you're looking at the cup like, hey, there's only a certain amount in the cup, right? It puts a damper on your plans. And you end up becoming more reactive in response to what you're facing and less proactive in planning for growth. It causes you to move quickly and do things out of desperation. Doing things like this may work for a while, but not forever. And it definitely will not help you if you are working to make room for growth, right? So take baby steps to pace yourself and plan things out. This means you don't need to execute every idea you have immediately. This means you don't have to do everything today or tomorrow. Again, get to the place where you can pace yourself and plan things out. When you do this, you'll discover you have more freedom and you'll get more joy from your life. So go ahead, relax and move from desperation to diligence. Let your plans be proactive and not reactive because when you do, you won't just tune into what's happening now. You'll become more intuitive as you're able to tune into the future. Last but not least, let's talk about courage. So courage is super important when it comes to you making room for growth. And what you need to do in this area is just allow your courage to rise to new levels. I want you to believe in yourself. And then I want you to be brave enough. I want you to be bold enough. I want you to be courageous enough to be yourself. You will be tempted to copy, to conform, and to compare yourself to others, but don't. There is something so special about you being you. The way you do things, your little quirks, the things that you don't even notice, it's all special. But guess what else? 
That's just a small part of who you are. There is still so much more of you waiting to be revealed. And those other parts will be seen as long as you courageously commit to being you, no matter what. So do your different. Break the mold. Make the mold. And be okay with doing it your way. You are inspiring people every day. Some that may never acknowledge you. And some that may never thank you. But that's okay. You're not doing it for them anyway. You're doing it for you. Well, guess what? We've made it to the end. I have given you four tools that will help you make room for growth. I'm going to recap them really, really quickly. The first one is cut back. The second one is unlearn to learn. The third one is choose diligence over desperation. And the fourth is let your courage rise to new levels. Now, if you're saying, wow, that was a lot. I didn't get it all. Don't worry. Just go to today's episode description and I'll have a link there that you can go and check out and get some notes from, okay? Now, to help you work through what we've talked about, I want you to try something for me. For the next seven days, I want you to track your daily activities in a journal. So write down what you're doing, what time you start, what time it ends. Do that for seven days. And at the end of seven days, I want you to look at your journal and look at where you spent the most time. As you look at your list, ask yourself questions like, what do you want? What are your plans? And how do the things on your list align with your plans? Ask yourself what was most valuable that you did. Ask yourself what's unnecessary. Ask yourself, what are you doing that isn't profitable right now? Where are you profiting the most? Also ask yourself, how is what you're doing relevant in the future? And if what you're doing isn't relevant, what is? Now, based on your list, I want you to split it into categories. I want you to look at three different categories specifically. Home, work, and self. So anything that's related to your home life and family, that sort of stuff, put it in one category. Anything that's work-related or related to your career, entrepreneurship, whatever, put it in that category. And then whatever is related to you, self-development, you spending time with yourself, you doing things that you love, maybe you spending time with your friends, doing some refreshing activities with them, put it in another category. Now, once you have that list, I want you to look and see, and you'll be able to figure out what you need to cut back on by looking at what really doesn't matter. And you wanna cut back again so you can add more of what matters to your life. Here are some discovery questions to help you identify what matters most. How does it increase how hireable you are or your profitability? How is what you're doing moving you in the direction of your plans? How relevant is it? That's easy enough, right? Good. All right, I'm out of here. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to check out the episode description because there will be a link in there with notes from this message. Until next time, have the most amazing life. Bye.